So welcome back everyone to the JD Dragon podcast, the show where we explore how disability and diversity are connected. And today we're joined by Aaron Brown from the University of the Bahamas. So welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, and so how do you get become interested in working with people with disabilities in the first place? Well, I am a short blonde haired black female wearing blue tinted glasses. My pronouns are she and her, and I self-identify as a limb difference individual, also known as an above the knee amputee. I am a disability inclusion consultant. I am a director that's leading the Office of Disabilities and Compliance um, here at the University of the Bahamas, as well as a commissioner and accessibility chair at the National Commission for Persons with Disabilities. And I'm also a para-athlete. And so I say all that to say, this is my life. And so the interest of rights, disability rights and justice is very important to me because it is the spaces that I have found access, inclusion and opportunities in. And so what initiatives have you undertaken like at the university to promote the rights of people with disabilities? Like do you work with the students or do you work with them? Yes. or like the professors or Mm -hmm. the general public of the above and so the university of the bahamas also is mandated to be the liaison for the country and so we support ministerial agencies so ministry of education ministry of health ministry of housing uh, all of the ministries um office of the prime minister that is within the bahamas government we provide um, support, um, any type of disability inclusion strategies too, through education. And so our goal is to transition us into inclusive education. But what we're able to now offer to our faculty, staff, administration, and students with disabilities is academic accommodations and social accommodations, adaptive resources, trainings, awareness, rights. What that have allowed us to do is to move in a very inclusive way. We created a space called the Mingos Access Center, which is the inclusive hub of the university. We also provide support for all of our campuses. We have one in the island of Grand Bahama, as well as this one, which is on the island of New Providence. And so we now have a space for students to register with their varying disabilities, and we provide academic support services for them. It also allows us to now provide faculty, administration, and staff with the resources, the trainings, and also um, all of the things that are necessary to bring awareness to disability, um, bring awareness to what is available from an educational space. So inclusive pedagogical um, components and strategies are now being represented or presented for implementation. 
We also provide the community at large in the Bahamas with the opportunity to increase access, inclusion, and opportunities across the board. So when we know education is very important, but we also know that after you have received your education, your professional development, your leadership development, whatever capacity, whether it's higher learning, vocational, technical spaces that you may um, go into in order to get more credentials or certifications, then comes employment, then comes healthcare, um, then comes disaster and emergencies. We're able to not only speak to those areas, but also to help policy reform, also to speak to our current Persons with Disabilities Equal Opportunity Act, which has been enacted as of 2014 here in the Bahamas. And we're still working on amendments. We're working on adjustment orders and fines and things that will allow us to now enforce um, what those laws state that we must be compliant with. It is aligned with the C, um, the Convention on the Rights of Persons with Disabilities and the Americans Disabilities Act. So it is aligned with those in order for us to ensure that we are providing international standards and best practices. But the commission itself, the National Commission, as a commissioner, we also are tasked with registering. We know that data collection is a difficult thing all around the world. And when we do collect the data, we're not disaggregating it. So our vulnerable groups, including persons with disabilities, are not being included or represented. And so we, our main focus is not only registration to allow us to disaggregate and give data that is relevant to our disabled population, but also now we can talk about budget and funding and identifying the gaps that needs to be addressed and policies that needs to be amended, especially with us being um, in a space a geographical space where we experience hurricanes every year. So it allows us to know who is here, what their needs are, and therefore create a space for us to um, be able to get in contact with them. So preparation um, during and after. So recovery, relief, preparation of an emergency or disaster. And so have you worked, also worked with like media or like have you worked with um what, what's that what's the name of it is it Zephyr, um national tv sunshine or yes as a disability inclusion consultant, I work through all of those areas. We not only provide disability-led um, consultancy, but disability inclusion strategies. And so the component within Aaron Brown Connects Disability Advocacy and Inclusion Management, that is the space that I work outside of the university, has a for-profit and a non-profit arm. And so the for-profit arms speaks solely about advocacy, rights, and justice. Um, no, the for-profit um, um, speaks to assessments, assessments and um, ensuring that training for employment, um, policies, we focus on those, marketing, um, entertainment, beauty, fashion industries, all of the things that intersect the fabric of life for persons with disabilities and to increase allyship. 
the nonprofit side of it focused on disability rights, justice, awareness um, for persons with disabilities to know their rights, to amplify their voices and how and learn how to advocate within the spaces that they are living in. And so what we were able to do as of last year, we partnered with other um, CSOs. So that's civil society organizations, we call it here in the Bahamas or um, non non-profit organizations, we use that term as well here in the Bahamas. Um, there is one that is specific to mammograms. It's called Mammogram Access Program. We were able to now provide access for disabled women to receive yeah. uh, mammograms. And it was so surprising that how many persons did not know that that is a huge barrier for disabled women to get a necessity assessment of mammograms that will prevent early detection for breast cancer, also to provide with um, continuing health. We found that the, the technicians weren't able to use or to provide services for wheelchair users. We find the equipment that the medical or the medical practitioners were using were not adaptive. We're not allowing persons to get on the table for, for adjustments. We found that it was just something that they never really thought about. And so today we have launched DAPS. So that's D-A-B-S. Disabled Access um, Breast Cancer Screening. And so this has, today we have screened about 147 persons. We started in Grand Bahama and now we're moving through the islands. And so that is one of the things that we were able to do and how we also um, increase allyship. Um, across the board because we cannot do it by ourselves. Um, as an athlete, I also recognize that persons are not used to seeing persons with disabilities um, doing amazing things, right? And, and so it is very important that representation is at the forefront of all of this. And um, when you spoke about media, we've been working through the commission through Aaron Brown Connects, through the university, we've been talking about digital access. We've been talking about components from telecommunication to television, to radio, on how to ensure access for persons. Because that is important that we ensure that they have, um, can receive the content equitably and we're giving them the content, how they need to receive it in order to make decisions and prepare and respond to any um, incidents or emergencies that we go through as a nation. Wow. Just, <laughs> well, I'm completely Honestly, I see, um, I see a Nobel Prize in your future, Molly. <laughs> Why, thank you. Why, thank you. <laughs> no need to thank me. You, you weren't it. So, 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 yeah, honestly, after all that, Brown, thank you for joining us today. And please, would you, before we go, would you like to say anything? Yes, of course. I would like to say thank you to you. Um, we're holding spaces that were not normally held by our community. And once again, representation matters. And even though I am all the way in the Commonwealth of the Bahamas and you are in the United Kingdom, we are coming together today yeah. to ensure 
that the message gets to who it needs to get to. And yeah. so thank you for that. I am always, I'm always available. I am officially a fan <laughs> and um, continue and, to do well. And I'm a, I'm a fan of you as well. And thank you. Yeah. And is there, if you would like to learn more about Erin Brown and her organizations and her, the work that she does, she, the links to her projects and organizations will be in the description box below. Remember to please like, share, leave a review, and yeah, see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.